Welcome folks back to another episode with the great man Brendan Lowbridge talking all things finance. Thank you mate, good to be back. Mate, we're uh, at the end of the year and everyone's uh, getting ready for Chrissy. No way, still five, five business weeks to go. <laughs> Right, uh, I wanted to chat a little about uh, some maybe different types of loan structures that we can go down and not so much your, your traditional route because last year I had a client that um, we actually had offer acceptance. We're in a five-day cooling off period. He thought he could get finance and unfortunately he couldn't. Mm -hmm. So we had to go through um, a different means. Uh, I actually went through um, a, a different broker in the end and they ended up finding a completely different lender. Um, and maybe let's talk a little bit about the, the different options out sure, there. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, and I think uh, the client you're referring to, probably being self-employed, um, unlocks a few options. And some of those options now are your traditional sort of low doc uh, lending, uh, which obviously most people have heard of. Uh, they're now calling it sort of alt docs, you know, like meaning that it's, um, cause sometimes actually there's still quite a few documents. So the whole idea of low doc, low doc meaning you don't give many documents. It's like often now they're just looking for different documents. So what that could look like if you're running a business is rather than ultimately showing your income traditionally through last two years of historic income in your tax return and your financial statements, what you might utilize is say your BAS and that's gonna be more current. Or what you might utilize is a declaration from your accountant. And accountants are on a pretty tight leash because they ultimately have to uh, have, uh, you know, um, I guess licensing, they're governed by, you know, the governing body. So they're not going to sign anything. So the banks are sort of pretty smart in going, well, if your accountant's willing to declare this income, well, we'll actually utilize that. And we won't actually worry about, you know, the historic income and your tax returns and financials. Yeah, gotcha. So I guess having your accountant there back up to say that you can actually repay the, there is your yes. repayments is enough uh, confidence to give to the, to the banks and say, yeah, we're going to lend the money. Yeah, correct. Because you think now if we're going back uh, two years worth of figures and some people aren't even using the most recent. So there's people out there that at the moment are using uh, income documents that are potentially like 30 months old when you really think about when that income was generated. So uh, there are ways around it where you can say, well, this might not look fantastic, but as at right now, meaning the financial year we're in, uh, you know, I can demonstrate that I've got some income that we should be able to utilize. And, you know, realistically, if you waited for this tax return, you're not going to get this until you know, we're talking end of June next year, then your accountant's got to prepare it and everything. So there's people, you know, even sitting where we're at now in November that don't have their current year's worth of figures. So you might be waiting 12 months right now to get the year that we're in, whereas you utilize some different documents and you can demonstrate that um, that way. Yeah, beautiful. Um, and you mentioned like BAS statements, so self-employed or you're running your own business. If you're um, PAYG, obviously you don't have BAS statements. Correct, correct. So BAS statements done every quarter. Correct, yeah, some people do the monthly, but predominantly um, you're gonna do your, your BAS uh, quarterly, and essentially it's just gonna show your turnover. And so then from showing your turnover, you can sort of work backwards and you can declare, well, based on this turnover, I'm expecting to make X amount profit. Ultimately, that's just another means of, of showing income. Okay, and would the banks look at, in terms of if you had, say one quarter was completely different to the other, do they average that out? Yeah, correct, so they'd be essentially exactly, so it'd be calculated, it'd then be, um, you know, there'd be an acceptable margin, you know, because obviously, you know, you can have expenditure out of your, out of your uh, turnover. Another method which we do see sometimes is your business bank account statements. So you've got a trading business, the income's coming in, the expenses are out, uh, that obviously gives a pretty good indication of the uh, of the way the business is trading. So generally, it falls into one of those categories. Uh, we are seeing uh, more commonly people you know, going to their accountant and, and using the accountant's 
uh, declaration that the bank provides and simply just saying, look, I will declare this person is currently earning this much income. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. And, and let's just say, go back to the, the low doc loans that we were uh, talking about. The, the big banks, do they offer that? They're, they're not specifically in that space like they used to be. So they're normally sitting like in the second tier lenders we're seeing more of. There are more banks emerging. You're not really seeing a traditional lenders play in that space. Uh, but look, another thing, and, and you know, I know um, you've had investors that look at these type of properties in the commercial space, what the big banks will do is they'll lend purely on the basis of a lease income on a property. So example might be you've got a you know, million dollar property, uh, it's bringing in you know, 65 or, or $70,000 in net rent, so it's you know, got a six and a half, seven percent return. Uh, you'd find that uh, a bank might give you say 60, 65% as an example, against that property purely based on the lease income and not actually require any of your own income documents to, to justify that. So what they're doing there is they're tying the borrowing capacity directly to the property's performance, not so much at your external um, liabilities and external income. So that is something that the banks will do in the commercial space. Wouldn't really consider it low doc because you know they're getting effectively um, yeah, the documents that they require, but it's a little bit of a different process than submitting everything. Yeah, okay. So they wouldn't land on like a 90% LVR, you have to bring No, it. that'd be exactly right. You'd bring it down. Like in commercial, you probably would never really see it go past 80% anyway, but just the fact that they're only using that rental income without any additional supporting income, you're probably going to usually find that you're not going to go too much further than 65%. Yeah. Um, we see a lot of those sit somewhere between 55 and 65%, depending on the strength of the income. But that's an example where I guess, you know, you could have X amount of property sitting outside of this property here, but you've got the equity to, to, to do your deposit. Um, maybe if all of that was assessed, your servicing position wouldn't be as strong, yeah. but assessed on its own without everything else, um, it works. Yeah, gotcha, okay. Yeah, I guess the if you're say 30% down or 35% down, you're only paying interest on that other 65%, That's right. right? That's right, and that's all they're assessing is, can you afford this primary loan yeah. um, based, on, based on the income that's coming in? Yeah, beautiful. All right, mate, well, uh, thanks so much for your time. Until next time will be next year. Yeah, well, yeah, slip one more in if the people want it. Yeah, I reckon we'll get one more in. This is general advice and does not take into consideration your objectives, situation, or needs. You should consider if this advice is suitable to you or your circumstances, and please read any applicable PDS beforehand. This is a Henderson podcast production.